Hello and welcome to another episode of Film Freaks with a Z, the podcast all about movies. Each episode is about a single movie, and we'll get to that uh, in a little bit. But first, I need to invite you, the listener, to join us and recommend movies in the fan vote. Uh, every, was it, four episodes, there's the fan vote, and then we talk about the fan vote winner after Calus's episode. Um, so that's what we're doing today. Today we're on the fan vote movie. So if you want to be just like a certain someone, uh, you can recommend us a movie uh, at uh, ff.filmfreakswithaz at gmail.com or by commenting on the latest episode of Film Freaks on YouTube or by joining the Ferret Nation Discord and talking in the movie stuff section. We'll take recommendations everywhere. If you're on the podcast, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you can also recommend a movie while you're talking to us. Let's go ahead and introduce ourselves before we talk about the movie. I am the Yummy, the the, the ferret, and I'm here with the Weird Waffles and Sung Wu Kellis. <laughs> and of course, we're joined by the illustrious, the brave, the beautiful, <laughs> the Welshman, Player Two. Hello. Hey, that's me. I'm the good, the bad, the weird. I'm all of them. <laughs> all of them, folks. <laughs> the complete package. I am all three personalities. How are you, gents? How are you doing today? Fantastic. Now that you're here. Yeah, oh, wow. Now that I hear your beautiful voice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very guys. nice to have you. How are you, P2? I'm very excited about this. I, I think I recommended this movie probably about six to eight months ago. <laughs> More than that. It's been out for a yeah. while. Uh, this um, was the so yeah. second recommendation we ever got. Wow. So it's, it was nice to finally, you know, get its, its time in the limelight for sure. That's right. It finally, it's finally here. So it must have been like two years ago then, right? Yeah, it was about two years ago. <laughs> wow. Wow. Dang. Uh, let's Dang, talk about the so elephant gotcha. in the room. Uh, <laughs> Tay Mation is not here today. Tay, uh, he's probably sleeping, <laughs> um, to be honest. Uh, but we had to record a little bit earlier than usual for our good friend P2, who lives in the UK. The time zones suck, man. Time zones suck. What do you think uh, Tay's dreaming about right now? Probably how good this movie is. I understand. <laughs> he's probably dreaming, dreaming about, about, the, about weird. the movie. <laughs> the weird, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, at least it's not the bad. Well, hey, speaking of the movie, P2, go ahead and introduce, introduce the movie for us. Okay, so the movie that I recommended all those years ago uh, is mm -hmm. The Good, The Bad, The Weird. There's no and in that title whatsoever. Um, movie that first came out in 2008, um, and I was introduced to it around 2010. And it's been a movie that's kind of like stuck in my head um, for quite a you know, considerable amount of time. It's something that um, I'm always uh, quick to recommend to people. It's one of those kind of on the fringe. It sounds like you should know it, but uh, a lot of people don't. And uh, having the chance to sort of experience that and to let other people sort of see just how creative and imaginative and just chaotic this film is, is always a, an exciting, uh, exciting procedure. So in the movie, just to give you a bit of an idea about it, um, there is one map and everybody wants this map. So all of these main characters that we have, we obviously have the good. There is a character who is the bounty hunter. We have the bad, who is the leader of a criminal gang. And then we have the weird. And his character, we don't really know too much a little bit about, but he's kind of the 
you know, chaotic character out of the three. The other two kind of ooze a little bit of class and a little bit of sophistication and almost kind of like a moral code to go by, which is a little bit bizarre. Um, but ultimately what the whole movie is about is that the weird stumbles upon this secret treasure map and everybody, and I mean everybody, wants to get their hands on it. From the other two main characters to other bandits to even the Japanese army, everyone is trying to get this map to get what it is trying to find. Um, a lot of craziness happens, a lot of chaos happens, and a lot of um, dark and twisted things also take place as well. <laughs> I think that's a lot the, of shooting too. Yes, yeah, so definitely a lot of shooting and a lot of horses. So too. much shooting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, this cool. this has uh, this movie has been like on my radar for probably since it came out, or like around since uh, 2010, and I've always wanted to watch it. So I'm glad. But I finally have an excuse to watch it, and uh, yeah, it did not disappoint. <laughs> yeah. oh, excellent. Well, uh, P P two, I, I really like the um, the introduction you gave for the movie. Um, it is very, it is a very uh, magical kind of experience, you know. It's 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 um it's goofy at times, and it's just got a shit ton of action. <laughs> yeah, it's like you want action, you well, here's more. You got action. it. <laughs> Even from like the opening scenes, like the that train heist was just such a over the top ridiculous scene. Like you know you're in for a wild ride if that's how the movie is starting. Yeah, I know I'm a yeah. I'm a sucker for trains and uh, <laughs> you know train sequences, and this one delivered. Yeah, what I liked about it is that as soon as the movie starts, it kind of lets you know exactly what's happening. There's kind of no mysterious, there's no kind of trying to figure out, you know, the whole plot line. You, you know, it opens up with a guy going, you have to get this map. <laughs> um, and it kind of set the scene from there. And what I quite liked in terms of it as a, uh, a viewer of it is not only is the cinematography just incredible, like the scenes that are shot so perfectly, you know, you've got a nice mix between bizarre different kind of camera angles like you know in the opening credits we got it from the eagle's point of view which was quite uh you know an interesting way to do things but more so i just like the fact that we meet the bad guy first which kind of tells you that the film is going to be on its head immediately because usually that's not how most films would kind of begin but um yeah like you said uh, so much action that uh, you know they they haven't got time to build plot. It's a case of right, this is happening. <laughs> Let's get going. <laughs> Hold on, yeah. your horses. <laughs> yeah, I notice a lot of scenes will go like action scene, and then they don't really know what to do after that, so they kind of <laughs> like stumble into another action scene. I guess the the main one would be like that that chase sequence towards the end where. Um, uh, the weird is just being chased on that motorcycle. It seems to take forever. And then, yeah. you know, he just gets to like this random, like, Shadow I don't know, whorehouse or whatever you want to call it. Right. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. okay, how do we get here? I don't know, but I, uh, we're here now. I think you, you can't look into it and try and it's not, I don't think it's one of those movies that you have to look at and be like, Hmm, is this plot really going to be, you know, the best thing about it? I think, Back in the, like, especially mid-2000s, it was a beautiful time for what films would be of, sometimes they were just chaotic and, and mad and fun and stupid, if you see what I mean. There was in this kind of huge focus on narrative. It was, chaos was happening, um, and let's just go with it, and let's enjoy it for what it is. So, I you know, there's a lot of different things in there. Um, like, you know, you've got the high-end action. You've got the high-end kind of, 
um, acting is surprisingly good because when you usually have these, and it almost feels like a little bit of a B movie to begin with, of where you know we've got the stupid taglines, we've almost got the cliched type roles and characters and you know sayings and things, but the acting is actually really really good. And it was only when watching this film again, I actually looking at the faces of these characters and going, where do I know these people from? And it was only when um, the bad is doing one of his many stare directly at the cameras scenes and um, realizing, hold on, he's in Squid Game, right? <laughs> Where he just stares directly at the screen. Again, that must be like his, his you know, his, his go-to piece. Um, and then the, the man who plays the weird is the father in Parasite, which I don't know if you've seen that or even been recommended that. But again, it's just weird to think that these these roles were the first kind of like main kickstart to their careers in that way yeah i haven't seen parasite yet but um you know i've seen enough of like the trailers like yeah that does you know he is that guy isn't he 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 is that guy (laughs) you gotta watch parasite parasite is very very good it's on my list it's on my list cool maybe i'll get recommended and p2 will be back Oh yeah, in two years, you gotta wait two years. Okay, two years. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I agree. Like the acting was phenomenal in this, and uh, I really like. You know, even from the good, you know, uh, he was phenomenal. I think he did a really good job. You know, like with his, you know, I don't want to say ego, but like, you know being the best and like mm-hmm. he did a good job like demonstrating that he's the best like just going up shooting random people for nothing no reason is like <laughs> i'm just trying to prove myself i was like all right <laughs> yeah i like yeah, i like, like all the, like the gun tricks and stuff like that you know like when he was using his lever action he was like oh um, the reload, cocking man. it with like spinning it around yeah and, um the bad was also doing some crazy stuff like the the knife scene when he's knifing up <sighs> the um the dude who saved the weird <laughs> Like that was such like a well shot and like well executed sequence of events. It was crazy. Yeah, you mean I, I, finger I, chopper? Oh nope, yeah, not finger chopper. No, he's not finger chopper. Finger yeah, chopper's but... the weird. That's the big reveal at the end. Exactly. Yeah, that was a big twist. That's that's what I quite like though is that like these characters are meant to be very serious, and then they would throw in just a, a perfect amount of comedy to go along with it. Um, like when it comes to that that like that scene exactly that you were just mentioning, and then he goes to send a message to chop off the finger <laughs> and <laughs> the knife doesn't work and right. you know it's just that dark humor that just kind of stops it from being that serious but i think that the way that they did those kind of serious deaths and kills and were also very very well done they didn't seem overly like comical they weren't like wilhelm scream worthy um <laughs> but like it kind of sets the the scene like from the train um, stopping at the beginning with the the spear that impales the driver to the point of where he still stands up. It's it kind of sets the scene immediately. We're going okay. <laughs> I realize what we're into here. Are oh, they need spear to shove up your hands? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, but from my perspective, when I was kind of going through this again, I made notes in three categories. I made oh, them wow. in the good. The bad uh-huh. and the weird, uh-huh. okay? Um, and right. I wanted to sort of get your opinions on it because I was trying to do those things of where I was trying to take notes like a critic, but I was also trying to relive the movie. So it would be a case of I go, oh, that's awesome. 
and completely forget to write something down. Um, <laughs> so having to pause <laughs> or like reverse. But um, a lot of the things I want to sort of say was, um, I, I, like I said, I love the dark humor. Um, like in the in the train scene where the girl doesn't stop screaming, so he just shoots her just to end that quickly. You know, he's not doing it for you know a dark twisted desire of, of killing. He's just like, oh, you do my head in, please stop. <laughs> um, but I felt like in every scene, the transition between action shots and between uh, parts of the movie was so well done. Um, I think probably one of the, my most favorite one is when they were having the very long shootout in the kind of um, rundown shack town type place. And as they kind of run in across, there's a, like a beautiful transition that goes with one of the characters to completely change the camera angle. Um, so a lot of that was so well done and it kind of made the whole thing seem seamless. Um, I felt like the music in like accompanied everything so well. Like they, they really, you know, cherry picked the, the right kind of tone for everything with it. Um, and it, it goes down to my, my favorite line potentially out of the entire movie was when the weird finds out his wanted price. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this part where he finds out he's only worth 301, which is essentially he goes, I'm only worth a piano. <laughs> <laughs> a used one. A used one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So in terms of like the good, I could like my box got filled quite quickly. Um, from the transitions, the cinematography, the music, the dark humor. Um, I even like the continuity of that section where the, the good gets a shot and it hits him in the hat. Um, and then towards the end of the film, that long desert scene, his hat still has the hole in it, which, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, it's small details like that, that normally you wouldn't notice, but me being me, I <laughs> see that <laughs> stuff. Um, in terms of the bad, um, I did mention CGI, but then I realized it was done in 2008. So then I kind of let it off. <laughs> yeah, I, I um, mean, the, on, the only like CGI thing I noticed was the Falcon at the beginning. Like yeah, after that, yeah. it was like, yeah, it's fine. You know, yeah. it was yeah, mostly it was... practical effects, which is actually a part of the good. Uh, I'm surprised yeah, exactly. you didn't mention that. The practical effects in this was like mm, crazy out of this world, yeah. like bombs exploding and horses yes. flying and people yes. being dragged um, and crazy. Yeah, really good. This kind of comes to one of my... Um, things in in a big capital letters across my page which was holy shit the mortar yeah <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and um, again kind of like the scene where the um i'm assuming one of the guys on uh, horseback with the morning star trying to attack the weird and then his his compatriots is trying to chase and catch up and he gets blown to smithereens and at that moment they all go forget it <laughs> we're out <laughs> retreat um, yeah um probably the only other kind of thing that annoys me is um the towards the end the, the main kind of standoff between the three of them these are all trained mercenaries um bounty hunters they know how to shoot a gun right Supposedly, um, so you think yeah so I, why do they only shoot each other in the arm for, for like a good minute of the, the, the final showdown <laughs> It's like a no-look shot, you know, because you're trying to pay attention to the other guys. So you're not really seeing where your gun is aiming, yeah. per se. Ah, uh, see, so you're very kind. <laughs> well, but especially it, when the good was, like, shooting the hat and, like, trying no, to the, prevent it. No, the bad him. was shooting the yes. Oh, yeah, the yeah, bad. The bad yeah. The, uh, exactly. yeah, exactly. Shooting exactly. the hat perfectly and to prevent <laughs> him to pick it up. And then, yeah, you're right. Everything, every shot was in the arm. But, you know, you gotta, gotta make it intense. 
It's like, who's going to die first? Exactly. You've got to take the good with the bad, you know? You've got to join up. <laughs> <laughs> but you yeah, could so, also uh, say that the good knew that the weird wasn't a bad guy anymore. So maybe he intentionally aimed for the lesser, I don't know, vital part, parts of the weird's body. <laughs> Possible. I don't know. Possible. It was but, it was interesting. Like it seems like they both the bad and the good aimed at the weird first. Like they tried to take him down first, and then they shot at each other. That was an uh, interesting choice. Well, the whole think... movie, you thought that the bad was going to you know one v one the good, but then the weirds in there, and you find out that mm. he's like the true like overarching like oh he was a real bad guy back yeah. in the day. That's what <laughs> I quite liked is that if it, it felt like there was almost like a role reversal, um, and it showed how all three of them were connected. Of and like you said, if, if both of them were aiming for the weird, it kind of makes perfect sense, really. Um, that being that the good wanted his 1v1 against the bad, and the bad had history of wanting to take him out. So it kind of makes sense why both went for him, first of all, um, so that they could get that kind of, you know, almost like that that, that prize, that glory death versus 1v1, isn't it? So I, I thought it was quite an interesting take at the end there where we realised that the weird is not as goofy as perhaps we've been led to believe for the entire film. Yeah, he definitely changes, like, his mannerisms and, like, his, like, everything changes as soon as they reveal that he's the actual finger chopper, and that's just uh, an, just another testament to how good the acting is. Like, he could change on, on the, you know, his, his complete demeanor was completely changed right from there. Exactly right, yeah. Um, I also liked how um, we almost like had an intro for each of these main characters. Um, obviously, from the, uh, the weird's perspective, he was the one selling, <laughs> selling things on the train. Um, and a lot of people don't realize that he actually walks past the good um, as, as that kind of scene starts. Um, so it's quite fascinating how almost as, a, as an audience, we're, we're left with the, the, the main good guy last, which is quite, uh, you know, unusual which i quite liked yeah i like how he's walking through the train and the one guy's like i'll take one he just shoves him down <laughs> yeah. that was like uh, that made me laugh i liked that a lot <laughs> yeah yeah i going back uh train scene i thought you no know, was great but you know those just that poor train got so much damage to it <laughs> <laughs> oh my like, heart everything had to be broken train yeah, everything had to be broken. Well, it was still running at the end of it all, so... Yeah. That's true, it was still able to run. I, I'm, I'm going to say it, the conductor didn't, didn't deserve to die. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, was, he, was, he, was, he was just trying to help out the who he thought was injured on the side. He didn't deserve to get a spear thrown through him. <laughs> it was cool, though, right? Well, yeah, I mean, it's a cool <laughs> shot. But, <laughs> but at what cost? Yeah, yeah speaking of shots... Uh, yeah... <laughs> Um, speaking of shots, uh, P2 had mentioned the cinematography, but yeah, that's one of the things that stood out the most for me is just like how crazy and wild they were with like the camera movements and the, the shots, the angles, everything was just like so out there and um, and crazy and just like created this really cool action scenes and just uh, I, just, I just feel like it, it added a lot to the action though, like the way the, like the camera itself was like a character in the movie uh, Yeah, in a way. Yeah, I like the the one scene. Um, you know, they're chasing and they're in that town and they're just kind of like shooting across from each other. You know, like uh, they're both hiding behind a door. 
and you can see like you got their perspective and you could like see the bullets fire and then i thought i thought that was really cool made you feel like you were being shot at you know yeah i know what you're seeing you're talking about that that was a really well i mean the whole the whole movies was really well done but there, yeah there are like a few of those moments that kind of stand out where it's like wow that was like everything else is well done but this is like extremely well done you know um another one that that really stuck out to me was um when uh the good shoots the motorcycle while the weird is driving past him <laughs> and he like whoever the stunt man is props to him because he flips Dang, yeah. and he lands on his back and it's like that yeah. had to hurt <laughs> it did not look like there was any padding there at all <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i completely agree i think that the the way that they've they, they shot the action scenes the stunts um it, with that type of movie i think it's very easy to get super carried away and I think because it sets the scene of what the film is going to be like for the entire duration, it's not like a you know a particular scene where it ramps up towards the end, but like it, it you you know what you're going to get. So I don't feel like that they, they could have even easily uh, gone overboard with you know with the kind of things that they had already in there. Um, but I I I think that it, it balanced it quite well. I think that it made it an enjoyable film where you you didn't know who you wanted to root for. Everyone had like a valid stake. Everyone had like a valid claim towards it. Um, and I think that's what kind of um, made it enjoyable from a viewer's point of view is how we saw certain events happen from each point of view of character um, how that could have changed throughout the entire film. So there were many times where you're looking at the bad and you think, oh, I don't feel sorry for him at all. I think because of the goofiness of the weird, you naturally kind of gravitate towards him because he almost seems to not fit in this world that they're in. Um, and I think that the good just kind of showed that his intention was always to do his job, so to speak. Which was um, bounty hunting. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it, it was quite nice to sort of see it from different perspectives of where sometimes you're like, oh, I really want the bad to, you know, get out of this. So I really want the weird to show, like, do you know what I mean? And I think that it was quite interesting. And the, the comedy factor always took the edge off. If it started to become a bit too serious, um, especially with like with a granny <laughs> in, the, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> in those chats, and um, so yeah, there's a lot of lot of features that I thought were really really well done. I really Speaking thought of... at the end uh, the bad was gonna like kill both of them. That, that's how I thought the movie was gonna go. Yeah, I mean, it's quite I, interesting. Yeah, you, you kind of figure that the bad would die. I was I was not expecting the weird to live through his bullet wounds. Like you kind of uh, you kind of expect the good to live, but I was like, dude, that this guy got shot like. 10 times yeah that's actually one of, <laughs> one of my talking points i wanted to bring up because um you know there was a lot of scenes where like people were just getting shot and shot more and then the one guy got stabbed in the back of his calf and i'm just like how is this guy still alive <laughs> <laughs> well it's just the overly bombastic nature of the movie um going back to a point that you said about um um it uh, I forget exactly what you said, but uh, I do feel like that big ending chase where every one kind of comes together. It's like the battle of the five armies where like every single faction is there. Mm -hmm. I do feel like that whole segment with the mortars and stuff like that could have been maybe cut down a little bit because I did feel it start to drag on at that point. Mm -hmm. um, it started in a good place and I was really, really into it. And then, you know, 10 minutes goes by and I'm like, holy shit, we're, st we're still doing this. <laughs> and it's not like anything really new is happening, right? Yeah, people are getting blown up. Yeah. Horses are being thrown everywhere. Bodies are being thrown everywhere. I feel like they could have maybe trimmed that down a little bit to make it 
um, to make it go a little bit smoother. <laughs> it does. Like, I, I kind of agree with you uh, for the most part. Like, there are some parts where you're like, really? We're, we're still chasing the guy in the, in the little tuck car van thing. Um, but <laughs> it kind of feels as though they went uh, to the director, look, we bought 10 trillion bullets. Um, we've only used like eight. So <laughs> should, should we just use the rest now? And he's like, yeah, chuck them all in there. <laughs> A lot of bullets fired. But yeah, I agree with you. Like that little ending. And like there was one point I was like, man, I feel like we're about to end this movie. And then I looked at the runtime. I was like, I still got 50 minutes to go. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think there was a little bit of a pacing issue here and there just because of how quick the action scenes were. And mm-hmm. then that final chase scene was just a little bit like, I, I, I don't want to say it was slow because it was a lot of action, but it just really felt like it dragged on with how snappy and quick the other action scenes were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought the ending, uh, no, draw scene was going to take longer than it did, so I'm glad it didn't. But do you guys well, feel like yeah. that was a long? Well, I do. I do feel like they should have extended that. Out of everything in the movie, you, you extend the part where the final showdown is taking place, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do think that it went a little bit too fast. Once everyone kind of got ready to to go, I was like, wow, we're not getting like. You know, you kind, of, you kind of expect the spaghetti western type things where it's like zoom in on the eyes; they look both ways, they both. <laughs> and they kind of yeah. do that, but. Um, I feel like maybe the, maybe they could have taken that scene a little bit slower and 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 ended that chase scene a little bit earlier to kind of make it have more impact at the end. What was the point of uh, at the end where the water thing just burst out after it's, they all? Oh, it's oil. It's oil, right? They don't understand yeah. the value in it, so yeah, you know, that that's kind of like the ironic part that you know they're like, "What the fuck?" You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the I was confused about that. Yeah. I was like, why is this here? Why do we care about that? Yeah, so <laughs> the Japanese wanted to fuel their army, you know, because it's yeah. in the 30s, so World War II is coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, the, the bad, or the guy who the bad was working for just kind of wanted it to get rich. And then um, one of the guys was trying to um, liberate Korea or something like that. Yeah. And they could use the money mm-hmm. for that. So it's got a little bit of uh, like a political uh, slant to it as totally. well. Mm-hmm. That kind of explains why there's like they keep mentioning um, Japanese, Chinese, Russian. Um, so, yeah, like you said, there's clearly some kind of political uh, comment being made uh, within it. I think, um, but like like you said, I agree that in in some ways with the showdown, I quite liked the pacing of it because I feel like throughout the entire film you got like a good, you know you know, maybe short and sharp, but backstory for each kind of character. They all had motive. They all had reason to be there. They all had um, like an end goal with everything. Um, so it was quite fascinating because I, I couldn't remember the ending from, uh, you know, all those years ago. Um, so it was one of those things of where I, I wasn't sure who did come out alive. I just knew that one of, I knew which one didn't. <laughs> and I could remember that. And it kind of, um, from looking at it from like a, a literary point of view, it's quite sad to think that the only one with an actual dream is the one that doesn't make it for sure. Um, but it's quite it's quite interesting to, to think of what kind of transitions from a, a, a traditional kind of cowboy western um, treasure to like more of a modern day value of what makes a country w- uh, rich as well. 
Hmm. Um, so yeah, it was quite, it was quite like a, a nice little flip on his head. Like, and I think that seems to be like the main focus for this film the entire time was that you don't, you can't sit still with like, you don't get bored with the plot. You don't get bored with what is actually going to be, you know, happening or what's going on with it because it's almost like the film itself doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be interested to like rewatch the movie, uh, knowing now that, you know, there's the relationship between the bad and the weird, knowing that they have, you know, this history and mm. knowing that the weird is actually the, the finger chopper. So I'd be interested to see, uh, you know, with that first perspective, like rewatch the movie and see, see how they handle it. I think it's quite interesting on that, Carlos, because I don't think that the weird recognizes the bad for that. Mm, yeah. In terms of like their interactions and stuff, I don't think he remembers that until he gets called out, essentially. Um, but yeah, you could see that from the very beginning, the bad had like a, an extra motive with uh, going after him. Yeah. And I think it just so happened that the map was there because it looked like the bad was always going to double cross anyway. So he wasn't too upset about that. Hmm. I was also surprised too, because um, I expected the movie to just focus on the, these three main characters and like their relationship and you know how it it uh, evolves throughout the movie. But I was surprised that there was like so many other interested parties like we got the good who's by himself. We got the bad who's just kind of him and this friend for a little bit. The I mean no, the bad had like his gang, and then the mm. weird who was just him and his friend for a little bit. But then there was also the uh, what's it called the the ghost market gangs. There was like a whole yeah. bunch of people that was also like interested in the map. And on near the end, we got the the Japanese army that was also interested in the map. And like just all these different parties coming together and just getting involved in the story somehow. Like I, it, and also a, like a great testament to the movie is like with so many different characters and gangs and all these different things going on. Like I was never confused as to who was who and who was on whose side. Mm. And it, it, it they really like played it out really good. Yeah, I, I actually one of my little criticisms was that I, I did have trouble deciphering who was on whose side at times. Um, not specifically during the um the market scene when you know there's just like three different factions fighting yeah. each, each other in there. <laughs> I, I felt like the, the, uh, the market gang and the bads gang didn't have enough to differentiate themselves. And I found myself getting confused as to, Oh, why is the bad shooting this guy? Is he just doing it to, to say like, fuck you? No, it is a bad guy <laughs> or it is a guy in the opposite gang. So there were times where I was, was struggling to kind of follow along. Obviously it all makes more sense. Once you see them all at the end riding in their little groups, you go, oh, okay, that's their style. That's their <laughs> style. But throughout yeah. the action, it is hard to see. Like, I feel like maybe they could have given each gang more of a, a distinct flavor, like have the market game be a little bit more colorful, like, cause they're, they're kind of muted colors that they're wearing, but they are colful, like, um, clothing that they have on. And then the bad yeah, game, they, they, they could have dressed them all up in like darker colors, but some of them were in tan. And it's like, okay, why are some of them in tan? Some of them are darker. Like, come on, just maybe a little bit more, straightforward fashion here is all, is all i'm asking for. i think you just uh watched too many wes anderson <laughs> movies that's what that sounds like and then um there was there was also another gang and i mean there's a bunch of gangs in there but there was also a bunch of other like characters in there who it's kind of in, ambiguous what they're who they're working for until up until the part where they they die so that i don't yeah. mind as much but when the big action scenes are happening i would have liked a little bit more differentiate a little bit more to differentiate the different gang the gangs. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, there's also uh, Mr. Independence who had a stake in, in it, but I guess he was working with the, with the Japanese army. 
I think that, kind of that just shows like the bandit nature, though, that everyone is for sale. Mm. Um, and that's maybe why, if you, <laughs> you know, I'm not sure if that is, but I, I, I kind of agree with Yemi. And some sometimes you're like, I don't know who's winning. Um, <laughs> I can just see that somebody's dying, somebody's shooting. You know, I'm not, you know, um, but I think that it kind of shows the nature of of that life, so to speak, in terms of. Uh, money dictates all and and you kind of see that when the weird gets kind of uh betrayed somewhat by his friend um but i think i do think that like it does it does uh from like a an overall perspective kind of make it a little bit confusing but at the same time i think maybe looking for it to to be too in depth because i think the main gang members they they make themselves known for one reason or another like the guy who's somehow like a barbarian i guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know and they they tend to all have those things and because uh, i'm watching like other things at the moment especially on amazon um i i started to fall into like that trick of where um i'll wave my mouse over the screen and it kind of shows you who's in the scene um and what i what i noticed at that time was all of these gang members have actual like nicknames and oh, really? <laughs> but they're never addressed, which I was really gutted because, like, some of them are like called like two blades and you know all these kind of things. <laughs> and you're like, whoa, that's actually really cool. But you just don't get to see it so much. And I think that, I think that's the point, isn't it? We're not learning about that gang in particular. We're not trying to empathize with them. Um, we are trying to see that is it is a get in, get the job done, get out type of role. Um, but one thing I kind of just wanted to note is, can the bad for me kind of cements his his feet towards the end of the film. Um, when we see him essentially kicking one of his own team <laughs> mm-hmm. who is very close to death. And he's like, you're supposed to fight until the end. And um, I think when you saying that, I was like, okay, cool. So he's, he's coming here not to kind of, he's, he's come to, you know, tighten up all those loose ends. He's making sure that that's a job done. If you see what I mean. And uh, by any means necessary. So it was quite interesting and quite enjoyable to sort of go back through all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I you could agree. also see that in like when he shoots his own guy in like a in a one v one duel, you know, um, simply because the guy asked if he thinks he could beat <laughs> the good in a in a in a in a duel himself, you know. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'll show you who's the best. <laughs> let me let me prove to you a guy, random guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to me, like he made himself out to be like really bad, like like very evil. So I I never really saw myself ever rooting for him because of that. Because you know, yeah, I knew he that he's got the... that little bad boy bone in his body. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, I thought you had more to say, Callus. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I'm not sure if I did. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> um, one thing that I would like to bring up. Uh, the costume design is something that we haven't oh, talked about. My days. Oh, yeah. um, it is a good combination of like things you would expect to see kind of in the Western almost, you know, like some cowboy hats here and there, rugged clothing. But there's also a touch of that modern in there as well, which really emphasizes the change of like, you know, from the 30s to the or I'm sorry, the 20s to the to the 30s where and also like this part, this part of the world. You know, is a little bit behind other, you know, like, you know, America's not wearing cowboy hats and stuff anymore at this time. But, um, you know, the Asian companies, uh, com- c- countries, not companies, countries definitely would be wearing <laughs> older stuff. They'd be using older weaponry. That's why you don't see, you know, 
submachine guns and machine guns in here. You know, only the Japanese army really has the heavy stuff, you know. So I, I like that it's kind of it's kind of a, a, a pseudo period piece as well. Yeah. And the the costume design is fantastic. And I think that even like I'm I'm looking at the, the front cover for the film now and it's showing the standoff between the three. Um just even in the kind of aesthetic, like you said, the bad is dressed like a you know your, your run of the mill, very cliched bad boy look. You've got the, the very classic cowboy for the bounty hunter, and then the weird has got just seems whatever he could find <laughs> in yeah. the cupboards. Um, that underwater you know, but... suit, <laughs> <laughs> underwater helmet. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> And then uh, I, I wanted to bring mention this one of my one of my favorite sequences, um, just like cameras perspective and stuff like that. Uh, when um, Granny and and the Weird are kind of talking, and all of a sudden the bullets start flying. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that one scene uh, how they how they framed it where the Weird like uses the table. He like he's crawling under the table. He's using it as like a turtle shell almost, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And then he he slams it against the window. I just I, that the camera angle was perfect, and it did, it did once again so like a little bit of a goofiness after after kind of a more serious part of the movie. I, I completely agree. I think the, the, the camera angles were so, and they felt unique. Um, and they're not, but it's just that it's so regularly you don't see like a, a top-down shot or you don't see like a, a fluid kind of, like, and, and like Callis mentioned earlier, with feeling as though you're one of the characters um, in that scene um, where uh, they're running through. And this is where the good and the weird have kind of half teamed up for want of a better phrase. Um, and the camera's kind of running behind them as they're both going through the street. And it's done as if the cameraman is quite literally running behind them. Um, so it, it's quite nice to sort of, like you said, feel as if you are part of that scene. And it's very quick to sort of get into that of where you think, oh my God, this is very, very intense. And then it's broken up. I think that the, the drops of, of humour and comedy have were done by all characters very, very well, delivered very well. Um, you know, that what <laughs> one of my favorite scenes is the weird going, should I run straight across or should I like zigzag to try yeah. and like confuse <laughs> yeah. him? And that he's like, funny. just staring at him. <laughs> and it's like, I'll, I'll decide. And he's like, ta, 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 ta. <laughs> and he's and being so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that they kind of just delivered it really, really well, especially when he's been captured and he escapes. And he thinks that he's like, the mastermind criminal managed to escape and all three of them are just having a fire. And they're like, oh, you're escaping, are you? And he's like, no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> just came to tell you that the thing came out. <laughs> you know? um, so I think that they, they delivered that very, very. And like Yemi said, I think that when you see like that almost flip in character traits um, works so well with the film of where you do see the good, the bad, and the weird side of each character also. Hmm. That is true. So here's the question. Which character is each of us in the film? Oh. Okay. Hmm. Well, we uh, said P2 was I, all three of them. So. Yeah, so I already said three. in the intro for my name, I was the weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were so, the weird I, I, ferret, not the weird. <laughs> <laughs> not the, uh, I, I said that wrong it's okay the yummy the, the, like, the weird uh, <laughs> i mean the ferret <laughs> yeah there we go um, um okay i i would probably say that yemi is the good Ooh. Um, he oh, wow would always want to do things by the book he wants to make sure that uh and 
and the reason why I choose this is because um, as arguably the most seasoned of seasoned gamers, um, <laughs> if there is ever a title to be taken or a bounty to be collected, you can be sure that Yemi will be hunting that down. So that's why I would say that he would be the good. I would say that Greedy is the weird because <laughs> um, it's bizarre how you can be that good looking and that strong at the same time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, Callus is the bad because he's the bad boy rocking the blue hair. You know, wow. he knows how to get a job done. And he's got the quiff. You've got to get the, you know, the quiff going. So that's why I would say <laughs> between you three for sure. All right. <laughs> I think I'll, 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 I'll take it. To see. Yeah. All Callus has to do for his profile picture is frown. And there you go. It's perfect. He's done. Yeah. That's how <laughs> easy it is. Yeah. Callus cosplay is the bad one. Yeah. <laughs> You almost had the same hairstyle. Almost. I, especially the, the new hair, where like some of the, the hair is like covering part of my face now. So Right. Yeah. yeah. Half, half emo, half mullet. It's like perfect comedy. <laughs> Let's see. P, P2 would be um, the big barbarian guy. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing people through windows. <laughs> you know, maybe, he, maybe, you're, maybe you're like um, the underling to the guy with the freaking... Star or the guy who gets killed by the the mortar shot. <laughs> who's the guy who's like under him? Uh, yeah, he's. Oh, I can't remember his name. He's but kind he, of suave, you know. Was, he's bizarrely kind of enough, like wow. his name seems to get mentioned the most, <laughs> like out of quite literally every character. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah, a little suave there. And then uh, we'll just say Tay is uh, two two blades or whatever that random grunts. <laughs> sure, Tay, yeah. no, Tay, Tay would be the barbarian dude for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Tay can be the grandma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, granny. Tay's granny. <laughs> He's asleep right now. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, perfect. there you go. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. You've done it. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> Completed it. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, was there anything else anyone wanted to mention about the good, the bad, the weird? Um, yeah, I know that P2 had mentioned how much he loved the music, which I did too. I really like the soundtrack. I felt like it was very unique and it made itself stand out. But there were like certain tracks that kind of just like popped in the middle of certain scenes that I just kind of thought it was a weird choice. So I didn't agree 100% with the, uh, like the music choices. But for the most part, I did enjoy it. Yeah, the honest, music definitely goes yeah. under the weird aspect of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I really it's didn't like notice techno the music, at times. Though. Was that well, good? You didn't notice? I really didn't. I mean, I know <clears throat> there was a couple of times where I heard it. I was like, oh, okay. But yeah, other than that, I was just like, huh, whatever. Well, that's crazy to me because it was, <laughs> it was very much in the forefront. Um, yeah. It was, it was a very interesting sound. Like a couple of tracks, like Kyle's mentioned, were very interesting <laughs> um, in terms of just like kind of being a little bit electronic in there, a little bit like, mm -hmm. I don't know, it was just kind of weird. Like that's the thing it, it, the good, the bad, this is under the weird. <laughs> the music for me is under <laughs> the weird. Yes. Um, yeah, it's definitely like a, a loud soundtrack too. It was um, mm. definitely always made itself known. So, uh, anything else anyone wanted to uh, mention? Well, Callus, you said last episode that you wanted to kind of compare it to the good, the bad, and the we, uh, the ugly. That's right. Um, yeah. Were there any comparisons to be made between the two movies? There is some, not many, but some. <laughs> I think the there's like a few similarities. It's been like probably more than ten years since I've seen it, but oh. uh, 
I, some of the things that I do remember is I think like all three of them were like after the same thing and the good and the ugly did also team up for a little bit. But I think it was, it was definitely so... it was definitely inspired by that movie. Yeah. But yeah, definitely like the closest thing I could compare it to is like the final showdown where all three of them are standing in like triangular shape and that final that final showdown it's very memorable in in the good of that and the ugly. <laughs> But yeah, it's definitely turned out way different than what I thought. Yeah, <laughs> it's very much a different different movie. Well, yeah, going going. I mean, back when P two originally recommend this one, I was like, oh, what is this? Some sort of like knockoff parody of the good, the bad, <laughs> and ugly, you know? And not until uh, more recently, when I actually read the synopsis, was like, oh, this is like a completely different thing. Like this, it's not even close to mm. you know Clint Eastwood in the in the West, you know? Well, well, technically they shot that movie in Italy, if I'm not mistaken. Did they? I don't know. It's a spaghetti western. You know why they call it spaghetti western? Oh, oh that's true. <laughs> it's not a joke. It's, it's literally true. No, no, no. He's, he's right. Yummy, yummy is correct, yes. <laughs> it just sounded like the most dad joke of all time. <laughs> no, it's true. Spaghetti westerns are by Italy. They're, they're shot in Italy. It's 100% true. Look it up right now. Okay, all right. It's gonna be uh, Yummy's uh, joke of the day for <laughs> Cows' Discord tomorrow. Yes, it's not, it's not a joke though. It's true, <laughs> and that's it's funny. that's funny. Oh my because... god, you're so. <laughs> it sounds like such made up, absolute bullshit. But it's true. <laughs> it is totally true. <laughs> Thank Dang, um, I will take a written apology. Okay, <laughs> from everyone. <laughs> I, I, I was on your side. I, didn't I say was anything. on your side. <laughs> from p2 <laughs> there you go <laughs> but it's funny you mentioned that because i was just reading like some of the trivia and like uh, the director wanted to call this a kimichi western after like uh, a korean food that's like very uh, uh, spicy and vibrant kim- kimchi kimchi oh like a kimchi western okay that kind of makes sense i get you yeah. i like i like kimchi i'll i'll, I'll call it that <laughs> yeah we'll call this the, the kimchi western the kimchi, the the rice, the um, <laughs> I can't think of another food. Ah, the shit. Kill. <laughs> the fall. Yeah, the, the fall. The... There you go. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I take it back, yeah, man. I do apologize. It did sound like the most dad joke delivery uh, of all time. <laughs> I I accept your apology. <laughs> no, you, you didn't have to apologize. You did not. I, yeah, I I accepted it. Now kiss. <laughs> Oh. oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> um, anything else for the movie? Not for my part. No, not for me. I think I'm good. Yeah. P two. Did you want to uh, recommend your next movie uh, for the vote here and now? Uh, I will actually. Ooh, okay, let me get oh. my notepad up. Well, we've already mentioned it, Yemi, and I'm surprised you haven't done it yet. Um, because I'd love to get your insight on it. I will recommend Parasite. Nice. Ooh. Okay. I'm adding that to the list right now. P2 oh. Parasite. Did uh, Tay have anything to say? Or does he just give <laughs> his final opinion? He just gave his final opinion, but uh, uh, we've okay. co- we covered all the points that he made in his okay. little paragraph. Yeah. All right, well, 
the guest always starts with their final thoughts and rating out of five. So P2, take it away. Okay, the good, the bad, the weird. A perfect film to just forget about what's going on. Enjoyable, crazy, bonkers, all of that good stuff. Fantastic music, fantastic action shots, and just fantastic humor, especially if you like it a little bit dark and a little bit twisted. Um, I would highly recommend this film. That is why I'm giving it. Now, there are some bad parts, so that's why I'm giving it a rating of four and a half out of five. All right. Yeah, for me, it was a very fun and entertaining movie. I feel like some things maybe could have been cut down a little bit, especially that end. I think the end is really the only thing that needed to be cut down and then extend the duel between between the three of them. I think that's the only thing that, like, story, like, you know, just editing wise, I would I would change up, um, but yeah, it was it was a very bombastic movie, very fun. Um, really loved like all the action scenes. Um, it also had a, it had a it had a it had a pretty nice story in there as well. When when there was time for for story sections, um, and uh, yeah, I, I just wish there was a little bit more to differentiate the different gangs. Um, maybe make them a little bit more uniform. Uh, and then um, I already mentioned like the ending chase scene was just like it felt like it was going on forever. And I was kind of like done with it about five minutes in and they kept going for another like five minutes or so after that. Uh, but once again, I really it's it's not bad movie by any stretch of the imagination. It's really good. The practical effects are phenomenal, almost on the same level as like Bad Max, honestly. And that's 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 pretty good. Um, so in the end, I'm going to give it a four out of five. Yeah, I agree. Um, this movie is really fun. It's a fun watch. The story is there. Uh, you know, as we talked, like right off the bat, you know what's going on, what's happening, and what this movie, uh, what you're in, in for. So that's a really good job, good directing overall. Um, the acting was phenomenal in this. Uh, I think each uh, each of the three, uh, the good, the bad, and the weird, played the roles perfectly. I think, uh, you know, they did a wonderful job. Uh, yeah, some of the gangs got a little confusing, but I think that's just because, you know, just of the chaos of the movie. Uh, the, the Where was I going with this? Uh, the camera work was uh, phenomenal. Like I said, that scene where they're just kind of shooting at each other across in the town uh, made you really, like, into the scene and made you felt, felt like you were there. Uh, so they did a great job with that. Um, the run... Uh, it did seem to, you know, like Yemi said, the scene, the chase scene did seem like to carry on. And I would have liked the ending to be extended a little bit, you know, make that 10 minutes long instead of, you know, the chase scene. Uh, but overall, it was a good movie. Definitely, uh, definitely a must watch. Um, if you haven't seen it, I'm going to give it a four out of five. Cool. Like I mentioned, uh, Tay left his thoughts here for me to read. And usually he goes out to greedy. Uh, so he said overall that he liked it and that it was a fun movie. He liked that the movie just jumped right into it, into the action, and did a good job of showing off the main, the three main characters. The acting was really great. He says the cin- cinematography was a little wonky at times, but for the most part was fine. And some of the scenes were a bit slower, but for the most part, he thinks that they helped punctuate the action scenes and help build up the characters. Overall, it was a little bit predictable, but he still had a good time watching it. So he gives it a four out of five. All right. So, yeah, I thought it was a very enjoyable movie, very action-packed, over-the-top scenes, which um, I usually like uh, over-the-top movies. And this did not disappoint, as I had said 
the the camera work was great the action was amazing uh the acting was really good and uh yeah there's a few things that were kind of weird like the the music and i agree for the most part like that the, the story was sort of predictable except for that twist at the end where we tr- find out that the weird is actually the uh, the finger chopper so that was a, a complete surprise but um overall i would have to give it a 4.5 out of 5 all right, P2 will remain our friends because we rated it highly. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just glad that you enjoyed it. It's like you said, when you first hear of it, it's one of those films where you think, ugh, it's going to be one of those type of movies. But I'm, I'm glad that you really enjoyed it. And I'm glad that it's, it's actually held uh, you know, its value after all these years as well. Yeah, it's not like the scary movies. <laughs> uh, it's definitely <laughs> <thing>. No. <laughs> All right, well, it's time for me to once again wreck a movie for the podcast. And people who have been on the Discord for the past like month and a half know that I've been diving deep into ship sinkings and big Ooh. boats and ships, Uh-oh. especially during the the heyday of steam uh, engineering, which has been really, uh, really interesting. And uh, one of the main targets of the of, of these videos is, of course, the Titanic. And uh, I've always been like... I mean, I wouldn't say I'm a fan of the Titanic, but I've always been interested in the story of the ship and everything like that. Obviously, I've made lots of jokes about it in the past, especially with between me and P2, where I Photoshop <laughs> his face onto various crew members. Um, so I'm very interested to watch this movie again with all the knowledge that I have of the sinking of the Titanic, which, uh, of course, the movie is called Titanic, and it's from 1997. There are a fair amount of Titanic movies, so make sure you're watching the James Cameron one uh, from 1997. Um, so, uh, the synopsis wow. is the, uh, 101 year old Rose DeWitt, uh, tells the story of her life aboard the Titanic. 84 years later, a run, a young Rose boards the ship with her mother and fiance. Meanwhile, Jack Dotson and Fabrizio Di Rossi wins third class tickets aboard the ship. Rose tells the whole story from the Titanic's departure through its death on its final and last voyage on April 15th, 1912. And of course the stars Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet, Billy Zane, Gloria Stewart, Francis Fisher, Kathy Bates, Victor Garber, Bill Paxton, and many, many more. And it's also the 25th anniversary of the film this year. Wow, I can see why you you uh, you were saying that this is like the opposite of a Wes Anderson film. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very much the opposite of a Wes Anderson movie. Um but yeah, I've just, you know, I've been thinking about this movie a lot since I started getting back into, you know, these kind of like ship sinking is pretty much, I mean, I'm a, I'm like terrified of ships, but I find the sinking and the facts behind all the, and all the stories behind it very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. So I haven't watched this movie since I was like 12 years old. We had it on two VHS tapes, so it'll be interesting to see it all in one go. <laughs> yeah. I, I would... I remember seeing this in theaters. Like I was actually in theater when it was you can uh, see it in new. theaters right now. Yeah, it's still in theaters. That's true. Yeah, it yeah. They re-released it in 3D for the 25th anniversary. In 3D, really? Oh, yeah. God. I am not watching it in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking wow, maybe maybe the maybe the stop you know and go into the theater and watch it because like I mean that would be just like watching it back in 1997 on the big screen. I mean, sure you're wearing the 3D glasses, but how much does it really do? I, I think that it'd be really interesting to have like the whole big surround sound and the you know the big screen. 
I'm 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 very tempted to to watch it in theaters. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh my gosh, you can see uh, Rosa's uh, nude scene in three. <laughs> That's, <right. laughs> That's why Yummy wants to the, go see it. Uh, we out. found him out. <laughs> the titty pokes out. You know, looks like it's in three D. Everyone's gonna be reaching for the screen. <laughs> wow. Fun fact: Before I forget, uh, James Cameron actually drew the nude Rose pictures. There you go. Fun. That's my first Did fun fact. Yes. Wow. And I'm gonna have plenty more fun facts with us. From uh, <laughs> like I said, I've Yay. been I've been all over all over this story for a very long time. And as P2 knows, uh, I've always been very interested in the Titanic specifically. I know a lot of people are. I'm not like a a snowflake, you know, uh, like a, a you know uh, whatever. But um, I just you know what I just I just wanted to watch it. It was. Can this... we get um? Can we get P2 to draw Yemi naked for this occasion? <laughs> tastefully if you, if just you like Markiplier do, yeah, 100%. Yeah, tasteful <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah it was it was actually between Titanic or the Poseidon Adventure which was like marked as like the first disaster movie kind of like mm. big blockbuster disaster movie but I decided to go with this because it's more of a classic and it's the 25th anniversary so there you go and if you, the listener, want to join in on the conversation or not be spoiled for the Titanic, I wonder what happens. Um, make sure you watch that before the next episode airs in two weeks. In two weeks, we'll reconvene and talk about Titanic. Um, once again, big thank you to Player Two for coming on the show today. Thank you so much, Player Two. No, thank you guys. I've had an absolute blast. Um, been a long time coming to be on uh, Film Freaks with a Z. Um, so I do appreciate <laughs> it. And uh, yeah, I hope you've, uh, I'm just glad that I was part of it. So thank you guys. We much appreciate you, P2. You were a blast to have on. Um, if you want to check out Player 2, twitch.tv slash player 2 P2. If you want to check him out there. Also, uh, he does uh, some uh, commissions on uh, Etsy, right? On, t- on tasteful Yemi nudes. Yes. yes. <laughs> go, over to his Etsy, go over to his Etsy and be like, hey, I want you to draw a nude ferret. And he'll he'll bring it right up. Probably already has it done. Maybe, yep, maybe. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's already Dang. hanging on his wall. <laughs> I've been exposed. All right. Um, Anyone else have anything they want to mention before we end the show? Uh, Don't forget to clean your hands. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's that's it. Hey, kids, don't forget to clean your ass. (laughs) It's always interesting to see how our guests will react to that final line. (laughs) All right, well, I am the Yemi, the the, the ferret, and I've been here with <laughs> Greedy, or uh, I was the Weird Waffles? Yeah, the Weird Waffles. I forgot what I said. <laughs> uh, Song Woo Callis. And all three of them. All three. <laughs> and this has been Film Freaks with a Z. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Later. Bye. Bye-bye.